and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and today it is another commentary track for the Shuttered exclusive TV series, Creep Show. Today I am looking at Season 1, Episode 3, All Hallows Eve and The Man in the Suitcase. I am paused at 8 seconds into the episode if you want to be synced up. And once again, welcome back to the show. I just want to say thank you for coming back, and I have some news. I want to say that I have now partnered with a horror website. I've now partnered with Horror Press, horrorpress.com. They have lots of great uh, horror movie reviews and editorials, so be sure to head over there if you want to check out what those horror aficionados are writing about. There are links in the show notes, and again, that is horrorpress.com. And be on the lookout, because there might be some stuff written by yours truly there in the future, so be sure to check out those people. Besides the horror press news, I want to also plug the Patreon at patreon.com slash Horror. Thank you, Tiffany and Jasher. You guys are awesome. And I have some bonus stuff coming there soon. So be sure to check that out. Now, today on the show, as I said, I am doing a commentary track for Creep Show. I'm very excited about this because this is a Halloween special. Ooh. On the screen, as it is paused at eight seconds in, we see the creeper is carving a pumpkin. Ugh. I just fucking love this. This is great. And as I'm recording this, it is raining outside right now. There's a thunderstorm coming through. I love it. It's the middle of the day. I'm using my lunch break to do this because I couldn't do it last night. So it's thundering and raining outside. I hear the pitter patter of the rain on my window. I'm watching a creep show and it's also a Halloween themed. This is fucking fantastic. What a great way to spend my Tuesday lunch break. (laughs) All right, guys. Um. I don't have any other memos besides thanks and be sure to check out the Patreon. If you're not already, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ruckert Horror. All right. With all, with all of that being said, let's go ahead and hit play. I'm going to do countdown three, two, one. And on one, I will hit play three, two, one. All righty. I am now trying to remember how much I liked this one. I believe that this was a pretty good one, the All's Hallow Eve one. I have a feeling that this would be up in the power rankings kind of high. And then the man in the suitcase was pretty funny. But I don't really remember it being horror. I don't know. We'll see. And by horror, I mean scary. Ooh, see what he carved. Oh, shit. That is a jack-o'-lantern with real eyes and teeth. It makes me think that when I do, the next time I do any sort of carving for pumpkins, I need to give them accessories, you know? Give them a little bit more character. Give them some props. I think that that would be a lot of fun. If people have pictures of cool jack-o'-lanterns you've done in the past, please send them on to me. You could DM me on Instagram, just post them on Twitter and tag me, or just send them to brokerhorror at gmail.com. I would love to see those. And I'll share some. I did a really good ghost face carving a few years ago. I actually won a, a work contest during Halloween this year. So got a nice little Amazon gift card for that. Alrighty, getting into the comic book stuff. 
All Hallows Eve. Oh, I love the the, the jack-o'-lantern face on the moon. Monster glow puzzles. Lady Frankenstein. I'm so excited. I love that. So, okay, so we're getting that this is a trick-or-treat story, which is just fun. I always love a good Halloween one, but I love one that gets really immersive with it because, you know, with the, with the trick-or-treating, it's so much fun and immersive and it just really throws you back into it. And I know I listen, or I know that I have listeners from all sorts of different countries. So let me know what trick-or-treating is like, like, you know, outside of the U.S. or if it's anything different or abnormal in your city. I would love to know the different practices and everything. Hmm. Golden dragons. Okay, so maybe this is a coming of age story. Yikes. Some some tension in, in the Golden Dragon gang. <laughs> so far, so we have a hobo, a devil, and I'm not sure what this girl is. But the devil costume and the hobo costume look pretty good. Is he a hobo, actually? I can't tell. Maybe he's just a traveler? God, this is so great. I love... I'm really liking this so far. It feels very suburban. Oh, Bobby's a skeleton? Oh, that's a weird costume. <laughs> did you see the little wink he just gave after he said that kiss my Halloween ass and he gives a wink interesting just just Okay, just people trying to write dialogue for shitty teenagers is always weird. You're a golden dragon. So if you help build the treehouse, you're a part of the group. And I love because this looks like it's outside of those gates that they're at. It just looks like this is outside of a graveyard or cemetery or something like that which extra points for being spooky
It's interesting that they are all talking about how this is the last Halloween together. It's possible that, you know, they're all old enough to go off to college, I guess, or something. I don't know. There's definitely some sort of twist coming. I love Skeeter's costume. It's a classic. The bed sheet with two holes. Mr. Boner? This man is terrified of them. This guy as a devil is kind of just chewing the scenery. I love it. This dude needs to wash his face. <laughs> Jill almost looks like she's doing a Wednesday Adams cosplay, but a very lazy one. Oh, I guess she's a, I guess that's a broom that I missed that she was holding. So I guess she's just a witch. Okay. Hmm. It makes me miss going trick-or-treating with friends. I don't know. I remember doing that. Uh, we would always get into shenanigans and pranks with each other. That skull mask is kind of terrifying, actually. I love how it zips from the front. I don't think I've ever seen that before. So they just let themselves in. Awkward camera angle. So it looks like these kids are hooligans and that they really run the street. It's weird that all the adults are scared of them and want to please them. Get away with I can't tell if he really, the, the guy that's dressed as a hobo, if he really cares about this. I mean, he cares about the tradition because they were talking about that earlier, about how it's really important that they do this all together one last time. But he seems more about, he seems to care more about just checking the boxes as opposed to actually, you know, like getting the candy or whatever.
Uh, fake crying. This is, I'm kind of digging this because there's a lot of mystery. You're trying to figure out what's going on. And there's something with the treehouse that's gone. And I definitely think that they're leaving in some hints. Like it was definitely purposeful that he mentioned that, you know, we just do it to this town. That they only feel like that they have the power or authority to terrorize this town specifically for something that they did. This looks like an abandoned. I can't tell if that was an abandoned house or just a house that was boarded up because they want to avoid these trick-or-treaters, the golden dragons. You think one of them would have dressed up as a golden dragon? Just one. Just to be the mascot. Let's see if anybody's home. You know what? That was that was a pretty cool line delivery trick, I guess. Um, I dig it. So now this is turning into a home invasion. Oh, do they sacrifice a kid each year? Because I think they said Mr. Boners and then the people that they just saw, they said like it was his son last year. So I guess each year they come and take a kid. Why did she stay home? Hmm. There's some cycle. This is intense. This kind of reminds me of Trick Archery, that last segment with the school bus driver. In a very loose sense, it kind of reminds me of that. I can't tell nor remember if these kids are alive or they're ghosts 
Oh, that's kind of a twist. I was expecting Eddie to be a little kid. Letting them grow. Hmm. This is good because I'm still like it's been it's been like two years since I've seen this episode, so that's why I can't remember, but I'm trying I'm trying to remember where this is going. Weird that the ooh, that had a hurt. Oh, so this must be the last kid or last survivor of someone that like like killed them or something in the past life or something. Oh, bet you Skeeter's going to take off his mask and he's going to be like half burnt or something. I think that's right. Oh, just fully burnt. <laughs> There's just no skin. Oh, it's all blood and muscles. This is interesting. So I guess I just don't know why they just don't move. I know the mom said that they just find them anywhere, but still. Okay. Pretty cool treehouse, not gonna lie. I love that there's even like a water gun nailed to the to the wall. So they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. So they're stuck. Ow. Did they put more makeup on that dude's face to highlight his acne in black and white? <laughs> okay, that's a pretty cool effect that the light from the flame is not in black and white. That's kind of cool. So this is weird that it's like two gangs, Golden Dragons and Eddie's gangs. Cheesy CGI flames, but still terrifying story. So yeah, these are definitely ghosts.
Okay, that pretty cool effect so far. Ooh, shit! And we're seeing their faces melt? That was pretty fucking rad. So I wonder if, so I wonder now if these kids just kind of just drift off back into the beyond and they will still keep coming each Halloween or are they, if their souls are now at peace, I don't know. See, this is kind of like the tragedy of it. They didn't get to, I mean, besides, you know, dying, we're now seeing what was left on the table. You know, there were relationships and future relationships with them. Just kind of we saw with uh, this guy and that girl. It's kind of, it's kind of sad. And you kind of just get to see how cute of a kid that was that died. Wow. It would be interesting if we got to see like where their family is or if like their parents try to press charges or something, but for like, I don't know, for some reason they couldn't. It'd be kind of cool. If we got to see them meet up with their parents. I think, I think that would be interesting. I love a cemetery, man. I don't know what it is, but it's such a cool setting for spooky shit. I wish we need more graveyard movies. Honestly, I really dug that one. I know it's kind of straightforward, but I like the twist and the mystery that's in it. I think that one's pretty good. Pretty well done. I don't really have any gripes or complaints about it. All right, next up is The Man in the Suitcase. I remember this one being pretty uh, just crazy. Uh, this one's like the comedy horror. I wonder what airport they filmed this in. You back, what's up? Everything sucks. You know, what happened to phone calls, man? I much rather hear the conversation of him and his buddy on the phone as opposed to reading a text message through the lens of the camera. Just, ugh. It's kind of annoying. And apparently this, this airport just closed down? <laughs> Still not a single word of dialogue yet. There's, oh, there's the purple and red light in the background. That's, I think that's something that we didn't get 
in that last story. Like we didn't get that iconic color light that we always get with the shutter, uh, with the shutter stuff. I just realized that this director's last name is Bruckner, so that's a cool, that's a cool little thing. It's the closest I'll get to seeing my name in the wild. Texting while driving, fantastic. Oh, that's the worst. Hmm. God, this sucks. <laughs> FaceTiming while driving like this. Wow. This is pretty bad. This should be a car wreck story. This is what it should be about. I also doubt that his ex would actually answer the FaceTime call. Just saying. Cranking the volume to 35. Man, this dude, I just now realized he drove home from the airport. That means he left his car at the airport. That's expensive. Love these chilly lights. Interesting. Just lots of takeout garbage. He has a mini tabletop foosball table. That's low. Ah, his name is Justin. This, hold on, I'm so confused right now. Because this part, this house is kind of big. I guess I'm just trying to figure out, I guess his parents are paying for it, I don't know. Okay, so this is kind of like an idle hands-like story, just a stoner dude who's not reaching his potential and kind of just relying on others and... Just waiting on his dad to pay for stuff. And I guess that's supposed to be pornography. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> of course, he would be the kind of guy that wouldn't unpack immediately.
Look at that poster that he is now blocking, but it looks pretty cool. It's like a skeleton creeper on a motorcycle. That looks pretty rad. Is, is there even an Alex? We haven't seen another person here yet. Dun, 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 there's a man. <laughs> I would like to see how they did this. I bet you that it's just a hole in the floor and like prosthetic limbs that are bent and everything in there. That or they got the craziest, most crazy contortionist that they could find for this. Call, yes, yes, take him to the hospital. Interesting. I have a feeling that this actor was kind of just ad-libbing there. He thought that was funnier than it was. That is certainly deserves his... <laughs> this dude that's stuck in the suitcase, he has a nice suit. I will say that. I like the tie a little bit. Actually, I don't know if I like the tie. I like that suit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where do you start yanking to get him out? Honestly, just cut them out. Like, cut the corners of the suitcase and, like, unfold it and just, like, bloop, just, like, plop them out. Like, like, like an ice tray. Just kind of, like, just break, break the casing and the mold and get them out. Uh-oh. He's realizing that this dude's pain causes him to produce money. That's kind of an interesting metaphor. Like the pain of others uplifts others financially. So how is this guy, this kid, Justin, how is he going to respond to this? Is he going to be responsible with it or is he going to be greedy? 
and not care about this dude's pain and keep keep uh, just pumping him. Just keep hurting him to get to get money out of him. I think it's also interesting that like in that in the same vein as that metaphor you know it's a it's like a white kid and like a indian ethnic man that he's in this position with and i don't know like it kind of makes me think of the same things that that movie slacks talks about with like you know we don't really think about where our clothes or items really come from or you know if it's done ethically crazy men in black Oh, there's. I did see that there was like a mask on his wall. Interesting. I wonder if that is a real person that they just talked about. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. This. Interesting that the that the the logo on the fast food is kind of like a genie or something. Mm, this is this is gonna be bad. Oh, there was a creep show comic book in the trash. Roll up a dwarf. Whoa. <laughs> okay. If she really thought that he was committing murder, she probably would have called the police already or be in hysterics. She's being way too calm about this.
I'm interested because now there's three people in this, so I'm curious to see how these three people all interact with this. Do we get like three different ideas? Like, do we get like the the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, and then the guy in the middle? It's kind of like in the gray. Then they need to get a saw and cut the corners of that suitcase. What are we doing? Hmm. No, roommates don't share everything. That that logic doesn't really track. Oh god. Oh, jeez. Oh, they're all going to be tempted by it. <sighs> That's so fucked. We're just going to torture this dude for 48 hours. This is so fucked. <laughs> what? This is, oh my god. This is now kind of like playing a, like a music video. I wonder if David Bruckner has done music videos before. Ah, uh, gross. <laughs> if only they only had this dude for two days, how do they have time for all this shit? Holy shit. Okay, I thought that this guy's name sounded familiar. So, okay, the guy that directed this, this episode, David Bruckner, he also directed The Night House, The Ritual, that Hellraiser remake that's coming out this year. And he directed a segment in both VHS and VHS 94. Interesting. Hmm. Huh, okay. I guess I really need to see the night house. I mean, this is like really cool concepts here. 
you know, just about not caring about hurting people as long as it makes you rich. Hell, you know, money's the root of all evil. That's kind of like the, the theme here. And this is a pretty interesting story to tell around that theme. And I guess like the, the music video aspect of it, it's kind of like a more interesting montage. Yikes. Interesting that Justin is the voice of reason in this. Don't announce that. You go outside and do that so they can't do this exactly. Oh, fuck. I love that that was a delayed like response with the bleeding. That was cool. That carpet is disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's good. Dude, this, like, I'm surprised they haven't, like, just put him in a bathtub with a toaster or something. The goodness. Ooh, those yellow eyes are pretty fucking creepy. In the dark. There's that shutter purple light. Or I should say creep show. Purple light. That is a terrifying looking genie. Gosh. This is a pretty cool practical monster that they made. Oh, it's like they're genie. Oh, I finally just fucking got it. It's like they're genies instead of being in a in a bottle. They're in suitcases. Huh. Well, ain't that a trip? 
Um, see, I don't know why this kid is being rewarded, though, from the genie. This guy's like the fucking collector. He just has all these suitcases of people. Yikes, so does this... It almost feels like a human trafficking story now. Ooh. Oh, that is... That is some dark shit. Alrighty, well... Ooh, a preview the next week's. That is the uh, the one with the scarecrow. I think it's called the Companion. That one's really good. And well, there we have it. Season one, episode three, All Hallows Eve, and the Man in the Suitcase. So let's go ahead and talk about which ones I liked. I liked All Hallows Eve more. I thought that was just a more interesting story than the Man in the Suitcase. The Man in the Suitcase is funny, and I liked how. I like like the message it has and how it's definitely talking about like the things I talked about, you know, people being uplifted financially by the suffering of others. I think that is a pretty um, important message to take home, similar to like what Slacks does in that movie. But All Hallows Eve, that one just general watching experience is, I think, a little bit more enjoyable, it's a little bit spookier. I like that has to deal with Halloween. It's also very weird that the two, like, quote, Halloween specials or whatever weren't put together. Like, like if this did come out, I don't know when this was released, but I'm assuming if there's a Halloween special that it would have come out in October or around Halloween. So you think that they would have made both stories a Halloween story, but whatever. I'll, I'll take what they give me. Um, so I like All Hallows Eve better. I think that that story was just... I don't know. I, I like the mystery and the twist of it and how you are just kind of guessing what's going on and putting it all together. I, I thought that one was pretty good. I like that one a lot. Um, so, okay, so let's go to the power rankings. Okay, so where am I going to put, where am I going to slide things? I think I'm going to put House of the Head is going to stay at number one. And then I'm going to put All Hallows Eve. I think that's going to move up to number two. Grey Matter is going to move down to number three. I'm trying to figure out if this one was better than the finger. If Man of Suitcase is better than the finger. Um, no, I think the finger was maybe a little bit better just because the monster was, I think, a cooler design and there's a little bit more gore in it. So I'm going to. I also liked the, the storytelling device in that, or just not really device, just the, the way that they decided to go about things with DJ Qualls breaking the the fourth wall and how he would kind of go in and out of the memory of his retelling. So like the characters will still be carrying the dialogue that happened in that memory, but he'll still be breaking the fourth wall and the characters he's talking to don't notice it. I thought that was kind of cool. So I think that's going to edge out man in the suitcase and that's going to leave bad wolf down at the bottom of my power rankings. All right, everybody, this has been 
a fun another episode. <laughs> this has been a fun commentary track on Creepshow Season 1, Episode 3. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank Tiffany and Jaysher again for being uh, awesome Patreon supporters. If you want to support me, head over to patreon.com slash Horror. And please also check out Horror Press. There's some really nice articles there and editorials. Links are in the show notes. And... Oh, I also just want to say thanks for listening. These Creep Show episodes are surprisingly popular. Uh, Creep Show Season 1, Episode 1 that I did um, a few weeks ago, that's actually my lo- my most listened to episode for 2022 so far. So I'm kind of surprised by that. And then the other ones have been doing really well too. So thanks everybody for all the listens. And I will be back next time with a movie review episode, knock on wood. Be sure to watch some good movies. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.